For decades, companies around the world have built their strategies around one all-important goal, profit. In recent years, however, more corporate leaders are rethinking the role that businesses play in society. Corporate social responsibility, or CSR, has been a buzzword for some years now. But lately, I've heard more and more companies talk about their societal impact. And that made me curious. Is this a new approach? Or just old wine in new bottles? I want to find out more. And I want to find out how Nordic companies are doing in relation to this trend. I'm Afton Halloran, and you're listening to the Nordic Talks podcast. In a traditional approach, dealing with complex societal challenges like air pollution and carbon emissions is something governments and NGOs do, not businesses. Fortunately, more and more companies are reshaping their strategies to include concrete actions for a positive impact on society. Amongst leading experts, this trend is focused around one decisive measurement, total societal impact. It was first documented in a 2017 study by Boston Consulting Group. And according to the study, one of the reasons behind this trend is that the business of doing good is in fact not just good for society, it's also good for business. To learn more about this, I called up three people who work with this every day. A social entrepreneur called Petra Wallström. I met uh, women living in poverty And I thought, who is doing something and why not me? I also called Svein Berg, who works with innovation and businesses in the Nordic region. Our experience is that after we have talked to many of the social entrepreneurs, that when they meet potential investors, they lack understanding of how it works. So how does total societal impact work? That's what I asked my third guest, Wendy Woods of the Boston Consulting Group, the people behind the study that I mentioned earlier. So total societal impact is a holistic view of all of the effects a company creates for people, planet, and our society. It looks at the economic impacts, the social impacts, and the environmental impacts. It's everything a company does with its product and services, what it does, and how it does it. It thinks about a company's business strategy, the use of their assets, capabilities, supplier and customer base, and operations. All of that is the total societal impact, the footprint that a company creates in the world. Wendy is Managing Director, Senior Partner, and Vice Chairman of Social Impact at Boston Consulting Group. At the start of our talk, I asked Wendy what separates total societal impact from the more commonly known CSR, or corporate social responsibility. And it's a really important distinction, because when most people think about corporate social responsibility, CSR, they think about charity. They think about something that is done in addition to or on the side of the business. It's generous, but it isn't something 
that drives the business. It's not inherent in the middle of the business strategy and fundamental to the success of the business itself. When we talk about TSI, total societal impact, it's something that's fundamentally embedded in the business strategy and it can drive the profitability and the success and the longevity of a company. So it's really about something that is embedded within the success of the business as opposed to something that is alongside a nice to have in addition to. It's a very fundamental difference. As Wendy explains, CSR is much more vulnerable and less binding than total societal impact. Because when it's not embedded in a core business strategy, companies can simply scale their commitments either up or down whenever they feel like it. Whereas total societal impact is much more permanent and effective because it's embedded in the core business strategies. When it's easy for companies or in good times, they can fund CSR-related activities. But because it's not deeply embedded in the strategy of the companies and the operations of the company, it's something that also in, in leaner times can go away or happen in very small bits in very fragmented ways depending on different interests across individuals of the company. Whereas total societal impact, because it's so deeply embedded in the company and the core and what actually drives the success of the company, it actually has much, much more ability to scale because it actually is something that helps with the success of the company. And therefore, the more of it a company does in many times, in many cases, the better off they will be. And therefore, the better off society will be and our environment and our climate will be. Based on what Wendy is saying, it's encouraging that total societal impact appears to be gaining ground. But what did Wendy and her colleagues actually find out in their study that included more than 8,000 companies? What we learned was incredibly important because we learned, bottom line, that it is not a trade-off between creating financial value for your investors and for the company owners and societal impact, positive societal impact in the world for people and planet. It is synergistic. So what we looked at was all of the financial performance data for many companies, as you said, around the world. And we looked at their ESG, the environmental, social, and governance data. And we ran a tremendous amount of analysis and correlations on this. And we've got a value science team that goes deep in looking at total shareholder return metrics. And we asked them to think about these non-financial metrics, these environmental, social, and governance metrics, and the link with financial performance. And when they started doing the analysis several years ago, this was very de novo, and they weren't really sure what they would be able to find. But we were all extremely, uh, I'll be honest, surprised and pleased with the result because it demonstrated that without a doubt, the companies that perform best on the environmental, social, and governance metrics also perform best on the financial metrics. So that synergistic relationship between societal impact and financial performance is quite strong. Does this mean that companies that integrate total societal impact actually tend to financially outperform those that don't? At least to me, that's a bit surprising. But according to Wendy, that was one of the most important conclusions in the report. In fact, this phenomenon has been documented in many similar studies. There have been uh, close to a couple thousand other studies that have actually reinforced this result, finding that the 
financial results, the operations are stronger among the companies that are much more attuned to creating that environmental and social value. Wendy confirms that total societal impact is on the rise. But she also explains that the development is happening at very different speeds around the world. Wendy told me that businesses in the Nordic countries are leading the way and clearly outperforming businesses in other countries in regards to ESG performance. ESG, or environmental, social, and governance factors, are widely used to measure the sustainability and ethical impact of a business or investment. What we saw when we actually take and we tranche the ESG, that environmental, social, and governance data across many companies around the world, what you see is that 65% of Nordic companies perform in the top quintile of ESG performance. So if you actually list all the companies in the world and say, what's the top 20%, 65% of Nordic companies are in that top 25%. That's a real contrast. And in the U.S., where I'm from, unfortunately, only 9% of our companies are in that top quintile. The Nordic companies really are leading the way, and they do that across the board on that overall metric that I'm referring to. But when you get into the subdata, they are showing really outstanding leadership on both the environmental and the governance dimensions uh, specifically. But why are Nordic businesses in the front seat? What we really realized is the entire ecosystem in the Nordics supports this performance of the companies on the environmental, social, and governance dimensions. If we look at the investors, the investors and the owners, they're more focused and they were focused earlier and they're more sophisticated on the way they evaluate companies. They think about investing in companies. They think about supporting the companies they own on all of these environmental, social dimensions. When we look at the regulators, not only they do define requirements, but they're very thoughtful and they were earlier in many cases in defining, especially the environmental regulations, but they're also thinking about the incentives and the ambitions and they're working with the companies to try to uh, support that ESG performance. And then there's something about the public too. What we've seen in the Nordic public is that as employees, consumers, or general public, they tend to have higher expectations around these total societal impact factors. And even the history and culture, the data around how high trust society is, how transparent the society is, makes it easier for people to understand and act on a lot of this data. On top of this, Wendy mentions two more reasons why Nordic companies are leading the business of doing good trend. Their focus on innovation and commitment to the UN Sustainable Development Goals. Innovation is really at the heart of the success of strong total societal impact performance, strong performance on environmental and climate and social factors. If you think about how to make progress in the world around the UN Sustainable Development Goals and progress for people and planet, you really need to think about fundamentally reshaping corporate strategy. You need to think about mobilizing capital and creating partnerships to support those sustainable development goals. But you will not be able to make very, very significant progress on those without unleashing innovation. Innovation opens up new possibilities, and it also can decrease the investment required to make significant progress on these challenges. 
So let's talk a little bit about the role that Nordic innovation is playing in in terms of supporting societal uh, impact and and innovation uh, in the private sector. Well, this is the core of our mission. This is where Svein Berg joins the conversation. He's the managing director of Nordic Innovation, an organization under the Nordic Council of Ministers, working to make the Nordics a pioneering region for sustainable growth. I catch him through a bumpy Wi-Fi connection via Zoom during the corona lockdown. I'm in my uh, cabin outside Lillehammer, north of Oslo, up in the mountains. At Nordic Innovation, Svein promotes entrepreneurship, innovation and competitiveness in Nordic businesses. It's stated in our bylaws that our mission is to contribute in making the Nordics uh, a frontrunner when it comes to sustainable developments. This means, for instance, that businesses cannot afford to ignore issues related to environmental, economic and social sustainability, like climate change, urbanization and public health. Svein agrees with Wendy that the focus on innovation and the UN Sustainable Development Goals is a key driver for the rise of total societal impact amongst businesses in the Nordics. And innovation is particularly important when it comes to businesses and their ability to increase their positive impact on society, because many traditional companies need to dramatically transform the way they are doing business in order to become more impactful and sustainable. During the last decades, it has been an increased attention among companies in which role they have beyond making money and creating value for their uh, shareholders. And this is where innovation comes in. Companies see that they need to adapt to changes in the society. New business models, products, and services are being developed to take into account, say, for instance, issues like sustainability, environment, carbon emission, societal needs, ethics. To meet the expectations within these areas, innovation is needed. In fact, innovation is the key because it is the driving force for adaption and hence making companies having a greater social impact. Svein is not surprised that Nordic businesses outperform others when it comes to total societal impact. Numerous factors contribute to their frontrunner position. We score constantly high on statistics like a level of innovation, easy doing business, low on corruption, level of education, highly digitized economies, short power distance between employers and employees, and also transparency in our uh, economies. These are all factors which are important for innovation. But in order to maintain the lead position, another important factor is the impact of investment. We work together with a group of Nordic companies headed by the Danish Social Capital Fund to increase the number and the volume of impact investment in the Nordics. It is for many a new area, a new competence and understanding. And and what we do in this uh, project, it's for instance, three things. We are establishing a Nordic Investor Lab to educate investors and facilitate investment processes into social startups. Uh, We are also establishing a Nordic Public Procurement Lab to educate the public sector and facilitate their uh, procurement processes so they can so they can buy services from social startups and um, lastly we um, are through this establishing a measurement system and a system with the standards and guidelines that can measure the changes uh, that social impact startups result in 
Spain explains that an increasing amount of investors now look for businesses that are both good investments and contribute positively to their surroundings. But many investors and businesses need support and guidance from an institution like Nordic Innovation to get started. And according to Spain, the shift towards total societal impact and sustainable growth is not limited to specific industries. In his daily work, he's involved with investors across a long list of sectors. In the transportation industry alone, Nordic Innovation currently supports all sorts of businesses and projects. These range from electric aviation, all the way to hydrogen infrastructure for large trucks, and even deep-sea vessels powered by ammoniac instead of fossil fuels. So it sounds like an increasing number of businesses are beginning to focus more on sustainability and a positive impact, and that Nordic companies are leading the trend with strong support from local governments. But enough talk about this trend. Let's hear from an actual business owner. It's, it's on. Yeah. Sounds like, okay, yeah. perfect. Yeah. So your, your name and a uh, very brief introduction about what you do. Yes, I'm, I'm Petra Wadström. I'm uh, the inventor and founder of a, a technology called Solvatten. Solvatten is a social enterprise that provides people in developing countries with access to safe and hot water in a portable, environmentally friendly way. Or as Petra explains it, It's a way to use the sunshine uh, to both treat and heat water. It's it's more on a household level. It's a, it's a jerry can. But it's also a synergetic effect of heat from the sun, but also the UV. So you destroy both viruses and bacteria and, and parasites with the help of this synergetic effect from the sun. And the value is also the, the hot water. To, so, so for today, with the coronavirus, the importance of hygiene and to have something accessible accessible, something easy to use. And that, that's, I think it's a lot of uh, knowledge transfer, but you can't just have just knowledge. You have to also have a tool. So, so Solvatten is a tool, especially for household in, in developing world where most vulnerable people, you don't have running safe hot water from the tap. It's far away. So to find solutions on the way before the gap is, is overbuilt, <laughs> I think Solvatten is one, one solution for helping out. Petra comes off as very humble. She's always making sure to mention that Solvatten is not just her invention, but the result of a team effort. And her work has caught the attention of people around the world. In 2018, Petra was included by Forbes in their top 100 European entrepreneurs list. In 2017, she won an EU prize for women innovators. And in 2013, she even received a request from the White House to present Solvatten to President Barack Obama when he was visiting Sweden. In the beginning, Petra did not have any plans to build a company of the magnitude and impact that Solvatten has today. She identified a problem, and she used her background as a research technician to come up with a solution for it. But in doing so, she quickly saw the potential to expand her project to influence both a better quality of life and fight climate change at the same time. 
I think with the years now with Solvat and the water treatment unit, uh, we, it's it really has learned us a lot uh, about it started to create safe water uh, accessible for people living in poverty, but now it's much more. And and I think that journey has learned us a lot about impact. And uh, we started to look for, first it was for quality, the life cycle assessment, how sustainable is this solution? And will it do some harm for, for climate or... And we could uh, then look for social return of investment to see the, and that was quite a long time ago, more than 10 years ago. And to see that $1 invested 26 in return and what kind of values do you look at? And, and what we saw, one of the biggest values, I think, uh, was time for women, release time. But it was also less sick days for the children, more school days. Uh, you, you're saving a lot of uh, fuel wood. And, and because you save the fuel wood, uh, you can also save trees. And when you save trees, the trees are continuing to grow. You are reducing the carbon emission in the air. So a lot of values. and. From the beginning, it was a bit hard to to see who is putting a value on those intermediate spaces to have the whole pictures. Otherwise, you don't get the whole picture. And uh, with time now, we see all the sustainable developing goals we are taking part of in a positive way. But we have learned from the users, from the practical part, from, from the field, and and with that we we can then together with corporate partners provide the the solution to the people in need petra is pleased that more companies are taking total societal impact into consideration and for her the most important driver for solvatn's success was having the passion and vision to change the world for the better we are just a small company uh, but with a big vision it's a passion. And I think if you're honest with yourself and what you say, I'm not an uh, I mean, expert in, uh, in uh, talking like this, but I, I think it comes from inside because it's so strong feeling that we are doing something good. We are changing life to the better for many people uh, around the world. Today, we have reached nearly 400,000 people from, from nothing. Here at the Nordic Talks podcast, we want to inspire our listeners to be changemakers. So at the end of my conversation with Wendy, Sven, and Petra, I asked them what actions policymakers, business leaders, and individuals can take to accelerate the business of doing good trend. Here's Wendy. To the corporate business leaders out there, be bold. The benefits of acting in this way very far outweigh the risks. And in many cases, you will find that this is also a risk mitigation strategy. It is a benefit to your business, to your employees, your consumers. So go for it. To the consumers out there, I would say, be thoughtful. You have tremendous uh, impact with your purchasing power. And when you are in a situation or a position where you can make those decisions, support the companies that are doing the right thing and are aligned with your ethics, your values, and how you behave. 
And to the politicians out there, I would say continue to engage broadly with that business ecosystem and understand what is the regulation that is going to be a useful incentive for them and what is going to continue to put Nordics on the path of this leadership. Svein stresses that we already knew a lot of things that will help drive the total societal impact trend forward. But we all need to take responsibility, and we need to do it now. Stop thinking. Start acting. Just do it. We, we know so much that can make incremental steps towards a better future. And, and I think you know, all of us has the possibility of doing just that. And don't think what others should do. Uh, start by, by yourself and ask yourself, what can you do in the position that you, you are and, and based on the resources that you have? And, and how can you contribute and what can you do today? Petra urges politicians to do more to empower children, particularly girls, to take action from an early age. I'm always thinking about uh, the children, to inspire them and to to really start early and to have uh, more more children, more girls, especially into technical issues, into environment, and to make it uh, creative and interesting and inspiring. So that that's important to include them <laughs> into where we are today. I could not agree more. I'm Afton Halloran. Thank you for listening to the Nordic Talks podcast.